This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Beginning this Wednesday, September 28th, there are special screenings of Dio Dreamers Never Die, a brand new documentary created by Demian Fenton and Don Argot in association with Wendy Dio. You can check your local theaters. There's a bunch of theaters around the Northwest that are going to be playing it. I'll be seeing it on Wednesday. I got to chat on the phone with Wendy, Demian, and Don about the film. So let's jump right into my interview about Dio Dreamers Never Die. First off, welcome to the show. Wendy, you are someone who is the gatekeeper of Dio's legacy. How hard was it for you to let go and let someone tell the story of Dio and trust them with it? I'm very protective of Ronnie, very protective of how this is going to come out. But the more and more I got to know these guys, I knew that they had the love and passion for Ronnie. And that was what was really important. Absolutely. So, you know, the, the... I'm excited to see the film. I'm excited to see the documentary. Um, how important was it that this got a theatrical release? Because this is such a cool thing, you know, that, you know, it's not just going straight to you know, DVD, straight to Blu-ray. It's not just going straight to streaming. It's going to have a theatrical release. Do you think uh, that that's an important aspect of it? I think I what's think really so. cool. I think so. I think what's really cool about the theatrical release and the way Trafalgar is doing it is as rock fans, as metal fans, we all know, that feeling of like going to a show, you know, getting excited, getting it on your calendar, going to a show, getting in there with the fans. And this movie is being released like that. You know, the way it's coming out, it feels mm -hmm. like the, the Dio show is coming to your town and all these Dio fans are going to hit the theater and take over, you yeah. know, in one night. And so to be in that room, you know, when we screened it at these film festivals, this film is such a reaffirming film about how many of us have chosen to live our entire lives. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a really, there's so much camaraderie, there's so much emotion. Um, and frankly, there's loud ass great music. Yeah. So um, it's really a great 
it's great that it's getting a film release, a theatrical release. And I think it's perfect the way it's happening. Yeah, I'm excited to be there and see, you know, all the people showing up with their Dio and Rainbow and Sabbath t-shirts. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Yeah. So, uh, Wendy, um, we are all fans of Ronnie. Obviously, we're all fans of Ronnie James Dio, but there's so much that we know, but I'm sure that there's some stuff that you would love for people to know that they don't know. Is there something, is there anything that, like, when you think about Ronnie, that you think that fans... Would be would get a kick out of knowing. Is there anything that we don't know yet, or do we have to watch? Oh, there's the a lot of things you don't know that's in the movie. Okay, okay. I mean, okay. All the Dewop stuff, all the early stuff. Uh, listening to those songs that he did in the early, you know, '50s, '60s. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of stuff there that the fans don't know about. Yeah. I think they don't know about a lot of the trials and tribulations of the things we went through during our life. You know, those are other things that come. You know, the terrible car crash that Ronnie had. You know, those things that. Those fans didn't know those things, and I think it's important for them. This this film makes you really know Ronnie. Yeah. You feel like you really, really know Ronnie, and that's what we wanted to put across. That's awesome. How how did you originally meet Ronnie? How did I meet Ronnie? Yeah. How did you and how did you and Ronnie meet? I was working at the Rainbow in between jobs, and uh, he came in, and I knew Richie and. Um, and uh, Babsy, his wife at the time, and they invited me to a party at the house. I went there, and Richie kept telling me, oh, he likes you, he likes you. I said, he's too short for me. <laughs> and then <laughs> I we went for breakfast with a bunch of people, and I fell in love with his brain. And then he went on tour. It was his first tour with Rainbow. He had yeah. made the record, Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. He hadn't toured yet. And uh, he called me and said, quit your job and, and come and join me. I said, well, I can't quit my job, but I'll come for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And I went for the rest of my life. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then and the ride continued. So that's amazing. That I just wanted to get that on record because, you know, it's that's an important part of it. And, you know, um, for you, uh, with this with this documentary coming out and with the music and, and the the catalog and and all of this knowledge that's coming out about Dio, personally, you know, how do you want um, Ronnie to be remembered, Wendy? I just wanted to remember as such a human being, such a wonderful person that loved his fans genuinely, yeah. uh, that made music for his fans, uh, and to, to carry on his his thought, which was always uh, follow your dreams. You know, don't let somebody put you down. doesn't yeah. matter what you look like, what clothes you wear or whatever. Just carry on and follow your dreams. And that's basically what this film is about. Dreamers never die. It doesn't matter if she says you're too short for her. Just continue <laughs> to pursue it and it will happen. Right. Didn't give up. <laughs> never gave up on anything. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Damien, uh, sorry, Damien and uh, Don. So, as fans, as as documentarians, as filmmakers, you know, what are your favorite music documentaries of all time? Because, you know, I'm a fan of the 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 genre. You know, I love the movie Dig with with the Dandy Warhols and the and the Brian Jones Massacre. There's so many good ones. You know, the the Summer of Soul was an incredible one. Um, I and I just you know I gobble them up. Uh, what are some of your favorites? Some of my favorites are Gimme Shelter. Yeah. Um, probably. Uh, the Devil and Daniel Johnston. I've heard that's that great, yeah. Um, and any other rock doc that just transcends the music. You mm -hmm. know, I like, I, there are certain docs I can watch just to learn about music, but 
for the most part, I need it to transcend the music. And, and I can watch a doc about any artist as yeah. long as it, it gets deeper than just the top, top level. And so that's what we always strive to do with our movies. So I think in the, just like Wendy said, this movie also taps into like universal themes of, you know, chasing your dreams and, and persistence yep. and what it means to, to make the choices you make in life. And, um, so this film is certainly going to play well with Dio fans, but we also think it'll play well for, you know, non heavy metal fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those, that's the traits in, in, in rock docs that I look. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would go, you know, I, I would add uh, some kind of monster, maybe yep. not for all the same reasons. Uh, sure. I mean, as a Metallica fan, uh, if you can look at it as a very interesting document of a particular period oh, yeah. of time that they were going through, uh, I I thought it was pretty funny. I don't know that it was intended to be very funny <laughs> all the time, but uh, yeah, it's I definitely love that song, love that doc, and you know, not not that I would put this in a category of like my favorite docs, but I think a doc that we did that didn't get a lot of attention uh, was the film we did about Lamb of God as the palace is burned. And it was yeah. going, it was following Randy as he was going through his trial in the Czech Republic. Yeah, I saw that. Um, so that's, I just think, I always like to bring it up because it's a, I think a film that we're really proud of that didn't yeah. really kind of get the audience, I think that it deserved. Um, so if, if there are people out there that are, you know, looking for cool rock docs, everything that we mentioned, plus um, As the Palace is Burned, I would put up there. I, that was one that we actually gave away tickets to on our radio show. We did a filming of that here in the show box at the show box in Seattle. That was a oh, really killer. Good, yeah. Killer. Yeah. That was, yeah. It was, it was such a weird film and obviously a hard film for the band to kind of like promote because mm-hmm. of the, what it was all about and there's yeah. a death in it and stuff like that. So I think for all those reasons, I understand why it didn't kind of, you know, get a bigger audience, but sure. uh, you know, going back and, you know, looking at other, you know, films that have been overlooked. I, I think that's one that definitely is worth a rewatch, you know? Absolutely. So my last question or one of my last questions here, I have a few more minutes and, and uh, I just am curious. I want to do a little bit of a draft. So first pick we're going to do who we're going to do the all time favorite Dio song. And this goes heaven and hell. Black Sabbath, Rainbow, Dio, his whole catalog, anything he sang for, his old doo-wop songs, doesn't matter. And you've you've now combed through all the tapes, Demian and, and Don and Wendy. You know him better than anyone. So you guys have all that entire catalog to choose. Wendy, I'm going to start with you. Favorite Ronnie James Dio song that represents him. When you think of Ronnie, this song comes to mind. It's a Babylon. Okay. That you didn't even have to double think that one. It was just, there it is. <laughs> well, there's a lot of them. I mean, Don't Talk to Strangers, This yep. Is Your Life. Yeah. A lot of those songs. But I really love Gates of Babylon. Gates of Babylon. All right. Wendy first. And Don, how about you? Since you're on the screen right next to next to Wendy, I'll start with you, Don. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, a, like Wendy said, it's, it's going to be hard to narrow it down. But a, a song that, you know... I always found a ton of comfort in the past, like I would say like seven years, obviously before we even started this project. But when I would fly specifically, we, we travel a lot for work and stuff. Yeah. When I would fly, I always put on when we were landing over and over. 
uh, mm. off Mob Rules, the last song on Mob Rules. Yeah. And Ronnie's voice in that, still when I hear it, it gives me chills. It gets me choked up. There's just something about the lyrics, his vocal phrasing, the power yeah. in his voice, what that song's really about. Yep. It's always given me so much comfort and strength. Um, so I'd have to put that up like pretty high at the top. Um, so I'll, I'll let them fill in the, the his here. And damn, how yeah, about it, you, man? It's tough. It changes. It changes like throughout periods in your life. But I think I may have to say because it, because it really is the tune that turned me on to Ronnie when I was what fourth, fifth grade, yeah. and I saw the the video for the Last in Line, which to me is like the greatest music video in the history of music videos uh-huh. um it, uh, and just uh, my brother and i who's younger I, he must have been in like second grade when i was blaring that and we would just play the, the song the last in line hit stop rewind it play it again hit stop rewind it so yeah. that was my gateway now it vacillates and i have a million other favorite ronnie james dio tunes sure but i think i might have to say that's the one that got me Nice. That's the one that hooked you, man. That's awesome. Uh, Don and Dame, Dem, uh, do you guys, are you guys currently working on anything else or you guys have a little bit of downtime? Are you allowed no, to say? We're, we're constant. We're always working. Okay. Uh, it's a blessing and a curse, I guess. Uh, more, yeah, we're, we're obviously to be able to do this for a living, make make films for a living is, is like, you know, it is akin to kind of winning the lottery on one sense, just much like being able to be a musician full time yep. is in that same category. Very few people get to do that consistently, make a living at it. So, yeah, we've you know, this this film has been done now for, I guess, over a year. Yeah, it's been over a year. And, you know, it was three years in the making, uh, three plus years um when everything was said and done so yeah we're we're obviously we've moved on and we're doing other things but so excited to um uh to get this film out to the public and you know i really think this release as dem said you know the idea of like a theatrical experience specifically a documentary that you know there's so many such a built-in fan base for mm-hmm. um we're so excited to just celebrate ronnie's you know his his life and his music you know, collectively around the world on September 28th. So it's very, very, very cool that this day has finally come. Again, the screenings begin Wednesday, September 28th for Dio Dreamers Never Die. You can get tickets at diodreamersneverdie.com. When this interview was proposed to me, I jumped at the chance because, um, you know, I never met Ronnie, but I specifically remember being live on Metal Shop when the news of his passing was reported and it was late night it was like uh i believe and uh on google we were seeing this and nothing was confirmed or whatever but um you know just seeing these news and we were playing dio we were playing a ton of old you know dio era black sabbath and heaven and hell and rainbow and we played we had this spontaneous memorial for him live on air and the listeners and the 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 amount of love that we shared that night um like I think may have been one of the first, you know, may have been one of the first because we were, you know, there's not that many heavy metal radio shows anymore. And just being there live on air and hearing, um, you know, from fans that had seen him back in the day and, and, and had always loved him was really important. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, this got out there and that people go and see this because it's going to be so awesome to be there and see it in theaters. Um, and again, Dio 
Dreamers Never Die. Tickets available at dodreamersneverdie.com. I'm going to shut up. Wendy, I want you to have the final word. What is your final word to anyone here in the Seattle, in the Northwest, and KISW listener that loves Dio, loves you, Wendy? Any final words for the Northwest audience? Well, the film was made with love for the fans, and I just hope they enjoy it um, as much as we've enjoyed making it. And uh, I just uh, say all the fans. Yes. Absolutely. And we'll always support Dio. We'll always support you, Wendy. Thank you for keeping his legacy alive. And Don and uh, Dem, thank you so much for documenting it. I look forward to seeing it. Again, DioDreamersNeverDie.com for tickets. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks, Thank you. Thank you for your support. Absolutely. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.